Hey, guys, at least on the pizza boxes here, I would tell you that they uh, they claim that they are the happiest ones here. I don't know, you know. They're, they're well, January or February, they're, they're probably the happiest. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> That's true. Hey, wanted to ask you about Maui because this story, Alex, is really kind of unbelievable. And I think if it was in the continental United States, it would be getting a lot more play if it was in a city here. Describe for us what is happening on the island of Maui. Yeah, and uh, it gets worse as the the news is coming in. So Lahaina, for folks who have been to Maui, uh, is a place that they have probably been. A big tourist area that if you're staying at the resorts in Kanapali, that typically you go to dinner in uh, Lahaina. That's where the shops are. That's where the the bars and the the music. It's a a big place for people to go, but it's also home to 12,000 people. There's a lot of Hawaiian history it was the original capital of the, the Hawaiian kingdom. So there's a lot of uh, sadness in Hawaii right now over the, the loss of the town. Giant banyan tree downtown, 150 years old. There was an attraction in its own um, that, that has burned, and they're hoping they can save it in some way. Um, but, but really, Lahaina is gone. It has been completely burned to the ground. And then there are the missing. We talked to one guy today who... He, like uh, he said, about 40 people around him, they could not get away from the flames as they were trying to escape. So they got out of their cars in an intersection and ran into the Pacific Ocean for uh, shelter from the flames. And he hasn't seen his girlfriend since the day they got in. There was so much smoke, it looked like nighttime. Uh, and he's got burns all over his body from running away from the flames. He doesn't know where his girlfriend is. Then there's uh, folks like Steve Scott. Uh, he is looking for his wife, believes she's alive, doesn't know where. I, I think she's safe, but I haven't found her yet. Yeah, and there are a lot of stories like that. Today there was a little bit of rain that helped out. They are getting containment on the flames, but now is going in, sifting through what remains. The numbers are going to go up as they find more bodies. 36 people are known to be dead. They don't know how many are missing. And then you get all the vacationers filling the island that are being told they got to go. The buses are bringing them from the resorts, dropping them off at the Maui Airport. The Maui Airport is like a refugee center right now of people everywhere. Uh, they don't know when they're going to go or how they're going to go, or where they're going to go. Airlines are now United, Alaska, Delta, American. Uh, they are flying in empty aircraft to evacuate people and get them out of there, all the vacationers. But it is a mess right now, and the, the, the news every hour that we get updates, the, the numbers of homes, the number of lives lost, number of missing, it just gets worse and worse. So, Alex, the island is, is about 700 square miles, right? So it, it, that may sound large, but really it's not. I guess by Hawaiian island standards, it is relatively large. Uh, but the areas you're talking about, it, is there more safe places on the island right now, and, or did they expect what started in Lahaina uh, to keep moving to the east? There are some that, that are safe. On the, the eastern side of uh, Maui, there, or on the wet, uh, would be the eastern side of Maui, there, there's not a ton on that side. The airport's on that side, but there are not a, a lot of other real big uh, communities there. So most people who are down there in Waialea, which is to the south, that area to the south is fine, and, and the resorts, even though people are being told to leave, the people are staying there and still swimming, and they're in the ocean. But you go to the north, and Kanapali is where there is a Westin and a giant Hyatt and a Sheridan and a Marriott Vacation Club and tons of condos. That area is affected. In fact, they've had no 
electricity or cell phone service since Tuesday. And those who are showing up at the airport and being dropped off on the buses told they can't remain at the resorts, being told they had no idea this went on. They lost communication. They lost power. And only now that they're getting toward the airport area where they're getting cell phone service again, are they finding out that Lahaina burned the ground and that people are dead and that the, the, the situation is so bad. So they've been kind of marooned in, uh, you know, on the, their own little island within the island up in Canapali, and now they're being told, you got to go, but they didn't know it was this bad. ABC's Alex Stone is with us. Alex, two-part question. Are the fires under control, and do they know how it started? Uh, they are not under control. They are gaining progress. The, the big one uh, near Lahaina that's done all the damage, we got an update about 10 minutes ago that they've got 80% containment around it. So they are making progress. The rain this morning helped out. Right now at Roadblocks, uh, we're seeing images uh, live of military vehicles moving in. The National Guard has been mobilized. Active duty Army uh, are helping uh, in this as well. They believe that this was, they were having 80-mile-an-hour winds on Tuesday, downed power lines, a lot like what we see in California and the big deadly wildfires. Typically, those go back to winds and down power lines. This time, uh, they say about 29 power poles went down across Maui. They think that's probably what it is. They don't know. They haven't been able to do an investigation into cause and origin yet, but um, they believe probably the, the power line's going down. ABC's Alex Stone reporting from Los Angeles. Thank you so much, Alex. You got it. Thanks, guys.